Souls and salutations, everyone. Ramon here, owner and producer of Ramon's Faceful of Feet, one of the best places on the internet for foot smother, face sitting, and human furniture clips on the web today. And I'm here as your host of the Foot Fetish Podcast. Today, I've got a very special treat for all of you out there in foot fetish land and those just arriving to find out what the hell all this foot fetish love is about. I have an interview with a dear, dear friend of mine. Uh, she is the professional switch and session wrestler, Kim Chi. I love her dearly. She's amazing and has some of the softest feet in the business. Uh, when I say professional switch and session wrestler, for those of you who have no idea what those things are, so you've heard of a professional dominatrix, right? Those are people that people pay to, you know, dominate them and smother them with their feet and sit on them and beat them up and all that stuff. Well, a professional switch goes both ways. Sometimes they inflict pain and punishment on people, and sometimes people pay to inflict pain and punishment on them. So she is that. And I got to tell you, she's the real deal, and you'll hear more about that in the interview with her coming up. Another thing to explain, what a session wrestler is. So along those same lines of a professional switch and dominatrix, people pay her to wrestle with them. Say someone has a wrestling fetish. They will pay to meet up with her in a hotel room or in their house or in a safe house or some other area where they are comfortable doing this. They lay out mats and they wrestle. And more often than not, it's going to be non-competitive where she just beats them up, puts them in all different kinds of hold, head scissors, face sitting, foot smother, humiliates them, all that good junk. Some people like it a little more competitive where they actually try to win in a wrestling match against her. Again, that's up to the client, and that's what a session wrestler is. Well, she's been doing that. Apparently, she's been doing it for the past four years professionally, full-time professionally. Uh, she's worked with my studio, and she's worked with dozens of studios across the country. I'm very excited to bring her on this podcast. She's going to talk to you about her foot fetish experience. And I'm going to take you to that interview right now. And we're recording. Yay, it worked again. Good job, Skype. Um, hello, everyone. As I said in the intro, I am here with professional dominatrix fetish model session wrestler Kim <laughs> Chi. Yeah, there's a lot of things. I was going to have this whole big intro where I had all your credits, but I can only find so many of them. I know you've worked with like, oh, I don't know, half the companies in the country. On <laughs> It's like you travel literally the world and do session wrestling and fetish modeling. Thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing this morning, Kim? Well, thank you for having me. It has been a good morning to open my eyes, so can't complain, right? That's right. <laughs> um, so like I said, how you how long have you been doing this, this session wrestling now, fetish work? Uh, session wrestling, I've been doing it for about four years. Um, and for uh, fetish work has been on and off since I was like 20. Oh, yeah. yeah, so it's been almost like a decade. Like That's I, fantastic. I love, yeah, I'm, I've always been into bondage um, and just getting really kinky. <laughs> Scandalous. Um, so you describe yourself as a professional switch. Now I have to ask right at the top of this interview, do you have a foot fetish? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh my God. That's awesome. I, um, I, do you have a fetish? Go ahead, please. No, I was going to say, I take the term, uh, switch very seriously. Um, I don't think it's right to just get if you don't know how to give. I agree. <laughs> Switches have all the fun. We always do. Um, now, do you have a preference for male or female feet, or is it just, hey, I'm a switch, give me some feet? I actually am very into women's feet. Um, cool. I'm more into clean feet, unfortunately, so for the dirty There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's no <laughs> wrong answer to a foot fetish. Um, if I'm really into the guy and, like, he's got decent feet and I just want to play with him, I, I might just suck on his toes a bit. I don't know. That's very kind of you. It's very kind of you. Um, so, oh God, this opens up everything. So you have a, you have a foot fetish. What was your first experience with feet? Um, I've actually can't really recall the first, first, first time, but the one that made me realize how much I really enjoyed like feet and like worship, like 
feet gagging type situation was actually with Nadia White. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good choice. (laughs) It was. It really was. We all love that moment. Uh, most of us can remember, even if it's not like, oh, I was five years old and I remember being around feet. You remember that first moment. You're going, this is the thing for me. <laughs> yeah, this, I was like, oh my God, like I'm really getting into this. This is actually pretty uh, fucking great. Now I understand. <laughs> I, it was almost like a light bulb going off, you know? <laughs> ah, it's exactly like that. Yes. Um, what size feet do you have? I am a seven and a half to eight, mm-hmm. um, only because some shoe sizes are different. Um, yeah. And men is six. So I know yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I stuck my, my feet in some guy's shoes a few times, one or the other, just to, sure. just to see. <laughs> um, I think it might be like a 12. I don't know. Kid size is a little <laughs> bit more harder to... <laughs> Yeah, it gets a little difficult there. Hey, everybody. We had a little audio issue in that interview part with Kim Chi. But don't worry, we fixed it in the next part. But we're going to take a little pause for the cause and hear from our sponsor. Hello, friends. Dr. Bell from Ramon's Faceful of Pete Clip Store here to bring you Ramon's Faceful Human Furniture. Human furniture? Did you know? According to science, the human face is the most comfortable piece of furniture in the world. Science! Science. It's the ideal seat for butts both big and small. Big small. Bare feet fit perfectly within its contours. Contours. Do your feet smell? Ew. Don't worry. Your piece of human furniture will never complain or be able to. Our human furniture is comfy, squishy, sometimes squeaky, but always the perfect place to rest your smelly, bare feet and butt. But don't take my word for it. Come on down to RamonFaceful.com and see our numerous examples for yourself with over 700 clips of foot smothering, face sitting, and the finest human furniture on the web today. RamonFaceful.com. Human furniture clips. Have a seat. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're doing this shoot. I assume it's a shoot. Nadia White didn't just show up to your house and, like, dominate you. Um, so you're doing a Listen, shoot. <laughs> worst are things in life, so don't, don't be. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of seeing the devil in front of your door, I saw Nadia White. And that shit. That's, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so what opened you up to the fetish world? Let's expand the question a little bit. Um, since you can't remember your first foot fetish moment, where's the moment where you discovered you were a fetishy person? Um, it was funny that you asked that because I had this conversation with a family member not too long ago. And wow. they were like, I'm surprised you didn't realize this was the way you were going to go. <laughs> since I was a kid, like, I don't know what it is. I would always like do or have bratty moment things just so I could get, I don't know, spanked, tied up. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like it would wrestling was always a thing for me. Um, I absolutely loved wrestling since I was a kid. Um, Same. Because, yeah, like I just love to fight. Like, I don't know what it is. You're a scrapper. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm very scrappy. I've always been known for that too. So it's it's, it's a great thing to just continue to explore because you just don't know what's next. And it's crazy because, like, it really does affect your everyday life because when I'm like watching TV or like a game show or something, I'm like this would be great to do in the clip or this would be great to like add on. Mm-hmm. Or, it's, uh... Like I've criticized like 50 shades because I'm just like, that's not, that's mm-hmm. not how the PSF world really goes. Like, come on. It's <laughs> right. Different, you know, um, 
I guess everybody just has different experiences, but that one, I'm just like, man, you got to feel it. You got to see that feel. <laughs> right. And see, that's why I think your clips are better than a number of them, because I know you really are into this. It's like, I know that she is enjoying subbing in that moment. <laughs> um, so we'll jump ahead a bit out of your childhood. Now you're, 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 you're a little older. Um, you, you start to experiment back to foot fetish. When do you, in your, before your professional life, did you start introducing foot fetish at all into your relationships at all? Did you meet any foot fetish guys as you were younger? So I've been a swinger since I started the fetish industry. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a lifestyler, I would call it. And it just, I've, I've played with several people that incorporated feet. And that's when I realized how much I was like, even more, like I, I wanted to get more in depth with it. Um, I'm a very ticklish person. So oh. that even like, it, it was very stimulating because it was like, you want it, but you don't want it, but you really, really want it. So you <laughs> You keep it going until you can get it, and you don't know when that moment's going to be. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. You just you're teasing, teasing. You'll get there. Um, yeah, it's it's foreplay. It's our version of foreplay. Mm -hmm. no. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> you meet in your younger life these people with this fetish, or do you find that you introduce? I think you're like me. You introduce your fetish probably on date one of a relationship, just so people know exactly what they're getting into, because why waste the time, right? Yes, um, that is definitely me. I hate, like, I, I think that's the only reason why I haven't really, like, been in a serious, serious relationship, because, um, almost everybody, uh, vanilla, <laughs> mm. <laughs> that, you know, um, my, my kinks are not the typical, um, I would say a lot of people in the industry are rare breeds like you and I, um, because we indulge and we, um, continue to explore our fantasies as well as enjoy it with our, you know, clients, our fans, our, the people that watch our stuff. And mm -hmm. it's not, um, something common that you get to, meet somebody within the same caliber on a daily basis. Um, can't go to an office job nine to five and start talking about, you know, your kinks because trust me, I know I've done it and it's gotten me into some shit. Um, and I don't think it's fair because it's like, just because I have the balls to admit what I'm into and you don't like, mm -hmm. you don't want to, with yourself that's not my issue but i get you know i feel like fetish industry people get not even fetish but porn industry in general um they get chastised they get criticized for this and it's not right it really isn't there's I like eight percent of people that love feet and they just can't or don't or won't admit it and you know what i respect it because everybody's got their life they got their own way of doing things but with when it comes to being true to who you are, why not from the beginning? Because you only live one life. So if you're going to deny who you really are in that one life that you're given, you know, like embrace it. Be, love who you are. True Absolutely. Who you are. And that's the kind of passion I put into when I'm sucking on some toes. And <laughs> and I'm getting tied up. It's the same amount of passion I'm getting. Wonderful. So, <laughs> long answer. Sorry about that. <laughs> There's the advice to you foot fetishes out there. Be honest with yourself, and you'll be having a much happier life. I see um, this podcast came out of discussions on a subreddit called Foot Fetish Talks. It's a lovely little community um, of people who just chat about their experiences with foot fetish, ask questions you wouldn't ordinarily see asked about foot fetishes. And I said, hey, what if I started a podcast? And that's how we got to here. But a lot of people on there really struggle with oh um i've been with my partner 10 years i haven't admitted that i have a foot fetish and that just sounds so foreign to me like why would you not let your significant other know i mean i understand that people are concerned um but there's just people who are denying who they really are and it's damn it, yeah i agree with you it's a damn shame when they could be having so much more fun if you just found the right person 
who loves your fetish or at least isn't willing to indulge you because they love you. Uh, yeah, like if you really love somebody un unconditionally, to me, you take them for all of them, you know, even the stuff that you may not necessarily like. But you know what? You'll compromise. You'll make it work. And that's the one thing that the clients that I have, I absolutely adore um, that, like, have a very open communication with their, like, girlfriends or partners or wives or whoever the case may be, husbands. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've wrestled couples. I've played with couples. I love the fact that that even exists because it shows me how much more true you are, you know, to, mm -hmm. like, and to each other. I and, agree. Yeah, and it's just beautiful. It really freaking is. <laughs> so let's jump ahead. You mentioned clients. As I said, you're a professional fetish worker and session wrestler. How did you get into that? I know you started with Doom Maidens. How did that come about? <laughs> I was on Model Mayhem, and Vivi reached out. Um, I I guess she was having, like, a six-way match that time or something, and, like, she was like, hey, how do you feel about, like, you know, wrestling? six girls at a time i was like fuck yeah like she didn't have to say <laughs> um i just like let's go <laughs> that opened the door for me for a lot so new york was pretty much where i originally started started mm -hmm. um, and i just really i i feel like now that i moved out of there it's um it's different because I think the reason why I was so open and why it's so much different for everyone to travel is because like New York, they're very eclectic they're, or eccentric, sorry, where it's, they are willing to, you know, live the life they love. And, you know, because you're always moving so fast, you're not thinking about something at all. And then you come out here. Well, I come out here and I'm like, wow, I really have to slow down. I really have to consider like other people's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true New Yorker. <laughs> I'm actually a Jersey girl, but. Oh, my uh, family's from Jersey. That's funny. Oh, really? We're from Southern Jersey. Oh, me too. Oh, yay. <laughs> related. We're Jersey related. What's Jersey. your, what's your, uh, I won't get into what your, uh, your stop on the turnpike is. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Don't ask. Cause I probably wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you get into session wrestling with the doom maidens. Of course it's the, 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 what people don't know. And what's hard to describe to people who ask, Oh, what was it like when you started? It's that moment where, you know, you've, you've lived your life when you have all these fantasies and all these desires that maybe you've been, having fun with your significant others with, but that moment when you're like, wait, I can make money doing this. And then, and then just everything you've always wanted comes true. Um, but that's the thing, right? Is like the money is important, obviously, because you need to survive. Sure. However, I feel like if people are just doing this straight for the money, they, they're not going to find happiness either. Because mm -hmm. when you're doing all this and you're counting each dollar, for what you already enjoy are you stupid <laughs> agreed you know there's like there's so many people in the world like if, if you could get your yours then by all means mm -hmm. you know if you could get yours uh, kudos to you but to me i feel like that drought will start pretty soon if you're not if, if you're not in it for the right reasons if that makes sense Oh, I agree. Yeah, you have to have some passion in this business. Otherwise, you're just going to burn out. Why? Even if something makes you millions of dollars, if you don't like doing it, then you're not going to love it. You're just going to be dead inside. Yeah, and I see a lot of people getting burnt out in this industry. Um, I've, Like I said, I, I full-time have been doing this for about four years. And to look left, right, and see who's, st who's still around, mm -hmm. it's incredible. Um, because I'm just like, oh yeah, this girl that is retired now, but she was in when I started. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, but you, you kind of do remember some of the new, like the girls that you started with. And mm -hmm. There's some that are still riding with me now. 
but there's some that I just, you know, I, I've noticed it's it's kind of like a one and done situation. And that's just unfortunate because I'm like, you could have done more. You could have experienced some more. And it's mm-hmm. a lot <laughs> now, when did you obviously you're still a, a you're still a model. When did you transition into or is that still with domains when you transitioned into doing private sessions for folks? Oh, that was with domains. That was with domains. Okay. Yeah, I, I started over there and then I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just start traveling. I love to travel. I haven't done it in a while. And I'm very envious of that. Yeah. And to go and be able to do that, though, like, but here's the thing. You you may be jealous, but at the same time, you shouldn't be mm-hmm. because there's a pro and con to everything. Mm-hmm. I was going through so many states and so many uh, different time regions and so many places. However, there was no consistency mm. there oh like i was farming i had to you know it's a hundred percent commission based in that sense so there's yeah. only no ability um you know the people that you love and you you make friends along the way and stuff but it's like you know your family and stuff you got to leave them behind and how are you going to explain it to your family my family didn't find out until like right around my last trip Oof. i mean yeah sometimes you gotta let them know like i'm just why do you travel so much well you know <laughs> remember how i always, always liked wrestling well you know well that's not really how that went down it was more like um i found you on pornhub and you made like 96 percent like but uh why are you not naked i'm so confused what is this <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a fun thing to describe Let's think, oh, i found a different way <laughs> yeah or, um, like, i swear i've seen you on here and there and i'm like listen there's a drag there's a drag queen kimchi there's a porn star kimchi there's fermented vegetable kimchi you don't know which one is me <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. um so how did you find that experience coming well i mean your family found you out whoever this family member was did you find that to be they were accepting of this. I mean, it's different. You didn't come out as a fetishist. You came out as a professional fetishist. So um, the first family member that found out was a very funny experience um, because they were like, well, I'm going to tell if you don't get me some clips from this one producer. And I was like, <laughs> because you're going to tell your family members how you found me. Right. When... <laughs> you clearly found me the same way. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, that's what I always tell new models that are concerned about their pri- the, the, their faces getting out there. It's like, if someone finds you on my content, they have other questions to answer first. Yeah, and that was the main thing that I like literally kept bringing up to other people. I'm like, okay, well, how did you end up finding me and why? Like, what was your purpose of watching the whole thing? Don't tell me it was because you're disgusted because clearly you're not. Mm-hmm. Like, but then, like, I was actually not upset that my first family member found it. I was upset that um, they tried to get, like, discounted or free content from yeah, what the hell? But That's then it bold. was after that, I was like, nah, not going to help you out. So after that, it was like, I, yeah. I see now, like, they actually go off and buy the clips and mm-hmm. like, <laughs> Good. hear about it. Like, yeah, see, see. <laughs> um, so you do all kinds of things in your private session. You wrestle, you do couples wrestling, you do bondage, of course, you do you do ball busting. God love those yeah. guys. Um cunt busting. How's your done? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, there's, how? There's no, uh, you know, I, I go both ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um how has your experience been with the foot fetishists you interact with, with your sessions? Usually, um, it's pretty good. It's very respectful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta say, I, I've probably only had, like, in four years, I've had less than a, a handful of, like, issues. You know? Awesome. Reality, it's like, not, like, I have come across almost every producer every model every like client fan whatever they mm-hmm. every been very respectful in this industry overall um 
it's just you know but it's like any other industries right you're gonna get your good eggs you're gonna get your bad eggs mm-hmm. so, um but when you do come across that bad egg it's a little it's really how you handle yourself and right. how you respond and i learned that over time um, because you just, you, you can't like know how to handle a situation right when you're confronted with it. Right. Right. Um, situation to be confronted with. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I've had, I've had some really, really like, I, I would name some awesome producers to work with, especially in the feed industry, like yourself, yeah. um, feed of Philly. I really cool. love. Oh, I know yeah. that guy. He's great. He's awesome. Yeah, um, I just met him this past year. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, no, nah, he's awesome. Um, I've for feet wise, I've worked with Janari. She's great. Um, you have. Um, I, I didn't get a chance to work with him, but I've I've spoken to him a few times. Uh, Extreme Total Foot Dom. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good. There's oh Darius Foot Lovers out of um, Philly. He's a really nice guy too. Yes. So. There's, I mean, yeah, I can't really name anybody that I'm just like, oh, fuck them and fuck their content because they're assholes. (laughs) Like, if there's anybody like that, I mean, yeah, hit me up on the side. I got you. (laughs) I think think the older generation has been clearing out the old, weird, creepy guys who started this fetish world are starting to move out. And now, you know, our generation and the younger generations are starting up their own stores. And we're all way more respectful and understanding, I think. So it's been really great. But what generation, because that's the thing, like you have an older generation, but then you also have your veterans, right? Brad oh, true, Foot, true. FTKL, who both of them, I absolutely adore. Mm-hmm. I love working with them, BK Tickling, like all these feet guys are just like, um, uh, what's his uh, fun, fun house. Mm-hmm. Oh my, I, I was just like, I was about to say his real name. I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> Good, because I don't edit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, yeah, they're they're to me, they're the older generation to a degree. Sure. They are so awesome. And they kind of like guide you into what is right, what is wrong, what should be, what shouldn't be. Because mm-hmm. there's there's this kind of like uh boundaries that people like to step over, right? And you know who the who to fuck with in that sense and who not to. Mm-hmm. I mean the like you, I know this is super left field that I just mentioned this, but it's only because we were talking about like, you know, delicious feet earlier. Mm-hmm. And I got to give one more shout out only because I was like, oh, two. Now, who was it? Nikki Brooks. Oh my gosh. I made her smash these bananas on her, on her feet. Oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> I was like, I need to lick it. <laughs> I want to, but I might ruin the clip if I do, because I'm holding the camera right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh my wife bell just described that as her worst experience when she did a session with a guy where she had to do that stomp on the bananas because she hates bananas and she hates uh, uh food in clips so what? I, oh my god what better thing to have if you're already munching and then you munch on feet like delicious feet though right oh, uh, sure and- sure and so, like, because one of actually what got me into food and feet though was because I also um, did a clip with Cupcake Sinclair where we we were eating like candy off each other's feet mm-hmm. and like, cookies on top of each toe, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> the holes in the middle. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna kink shame, but keep the food away from my feet, goddammit. Oh yeah, your feet, but my feet. I would expect you to eat it. Uh, listen, I'll make that clip someday, but I'm not rushing into it. What are you talking about? I might as well. It's a twofer. Come on. I'm already putting <laughs> on your face. All you got to do is yum, 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 yum. Well, you wanna get, wanna I get have off. a beard. It's going to be gross. You want to get off the smother? You got to eat it. <laughs> eat your way out. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, all right. All right. What would... <laughs> I'm moving on. I'm moving on. What was... What would you say was your, your, your best foot fetish experience um, 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 with one of your clients? What would you say was your favorite experience? I mean, it doesn't have to be your favorite. Say you're one of your top threes. I was going to say, because it typically ends like usually similar ways where I end up with like a foot massage after. Oh, perfect. Or, um, like, you know, or we're both exchanging feet massages. Ah. Stuff like that really just is the best way to end it. And I feel like that's. 
that's been the pretty typical way either there i've also done like um heat wrestling like uh (laughs) wait 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 like um intertwine the toes or is it like leg wrestling and you know you and me we just go against each other oh yeah yeah Yeah, that's great yeah (laughs) i think we all did that with siblings if we had siblings I think that's, you know what? So when I was talking about kid experience, I think that was the first time ah. I was, that had to have been because I'm like, that just always intrigued me so much and to a degree where I, you know, some of the very first feet clips I put out was more on the feet comparison. Ah. And, like, you know, feet worship mm-hmm. or talking about feet. Like, I think the thing that gets me most is like, ooh, your feet's so much bigger than mine or it's smaller than mine. What can I do to it right now? <laughs> <laughs> like do that <laughs> please your nose <laughs> yeah um yeah the few times not few times i've done it a lot now when i smother someone with my feet my favorite thing i love to just completely cover their face and pinch their nose and play with their face with my feet it's the most fun um or squeeze their nipples with it like if they have the big oh my god well, i've not done that <laughs> with the titties like <laughs> <laughs> Well, that sounds fun. <laughs> um, now, a question I'm sure a lot of people have on their minds, because everyone, for whatever reason, you know, people of all shapes, they're always concerned about, am I normal? What's the normal? What's the most common thing a client with a foot fetish will ask you to do? Um, typically, it's pretty laid back. They'll ask me to um, mainly just have my feet ready for them to play with, but... I thought about that, too, because I do get offered, like, requested a lot of foot jobs. Really? Um, Yeah, and it did bring me into this new curiosity, like, especially recently more, though, where I was just like, hmm, how do you do it? Let me try. Mm. Like I said, if I could, like, and I have yet to find, like, a real, like, life partner to really Mm -hmm. be all that, because that's just, I guess people... I don't know. I'll fucking know. Like, <laughs> like just, just get into it, damn it. <laughs> See, I've never been into foot jobs. I don't like watching them. I, I, I don't mind getting one, but it's never been great. You know, it's just, and it's not like my wife has bad technique. She's great. And all the other women I've been with have had fine technique. It's just not for me. It's not my thing. I just think that it's, it's got to be like a specific taste you have. And because this mm-hmm. is a, I was not about it. I was really not about it when I first, like, um, heard about it even. Because I was just like, you know, save that for, for like, a cum shot to, like, you know, the right. the, or the ass or whatever. And for, like, feet-wise, I was just like, hmm. But all the gooeyness that kind of already matches when you're, like, you know, doing all these other because I'm into wet and messy too. Aha. Uh-huh. So like if you wanted me to just go and like stomp on some grapes and like, you know, lick them off my feet type stuff like that. Oh yeah, I, I would totally do that. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of like messiness that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's just like the goo is all covered onto my feet kind of thing. And I'm like, ooh, I think that's the part of the because I'm not really into like the actual action of the foot job i think it's the aftermath hmm. Ooh, interesting this looks like like uh andy warhol painting <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess oh see i think that'd be the worst part for me i like then i get like the cleanup afterward it's just yeah you know what it's not that bad i mean it's it's less cleanup to the feet than it is to the asshole yeah that's, that's a good point i suppose i don't do that either <laughs> but that's beside the point and plus, uh, I won't get a UTI for my asshole as opposed to my... True. Oh, wait. Hold on. To my feet. Uh, my asshole. You know what I meant. I got you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was your... I? What's that? No. <laughs> it was a random thought process. I was like, yeah. do you get pink eye from, like, getting bad cum in your eye? But then I was like, you might get syphilis in the eyes, too. I don't know. It was, it was a random face. thought. <laughs> It was a. I told you when I said it was a random thought. I really meant it. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, 
So what was, you, you mentioned a number, very few bad experience. What was your worst experience with a foot fetish guy? What, what was just something that's like, why this was terrible? Um, so what I don't like is when I call my safe word, like mm -hmm. we agree on the safe word from the beginning and like, this doesn't just go for feet. Like this has literally happened with feet, with bondage, with, um, wrestling with like, it's, it's happened across the board, not just feet. So that's why I'm, I'm gonna just say a generic. Sure. Yeah. Situation. But, uh, Yeah it was just the lack of boundaries and I'll say the safe word and they don't respect it and they'll just keep going. And then I'll lose feeling in my feet. And I don't like that. Like I love to be tickled. Right. You know, I love to like, and it's just like, if you can't respect that when I say stop or when, well, no, you, you don't have to respect it when I say stop, but you have to respect it when I say red or pineapple or timeout, like, right. And there was one person in particular who I punched him in the balls and everything and he was still like he was so into it Ugh. that he wouldn't stop um Bastard. and 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 then he had the balls to ask me how um i felt about the situation i was like i'm giving <clears throat> up the finger i'm just like 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 leave me be for this yeah, situation right? this wasn't fun for you yeah and it's <laughs> like like well no it was fun for him obviously but oh, yeah, was, fine, yeah. Fun for me because it's like okay whoever's whoever's the dominant person that like in that situation and they can't respect my decision at that point in time like mm -hmm. i'm not going to be okay with that like if this was stuff that we agree upon it's just no agreed yeah you got to respect people's boundaries i mean that's the real message for any fetishist out there open communication and respecting of boundaries one could argue that's a good way to live your life it is. You have to involve fucking fetish. Like, um, I guess there's a level of dominance or extremity to dominance that, like, yeah. you know, love to push that limit. And I'm, I'm not knocking them for it. That's If that's their thing, that's fine. But mm -hmm. there's a difference between being unsafe or unempathetic or non, or was it the word? Unempathetic? I don't know. English is like, something, sure. Yeah. Lacking like, empathy. Yeah, lacking empathy. <laughs> like, there's a difference between like being just this cold heartless person <laughs> yeah, and like Agreed. actually enjoying the kink, enjoying the experience because you want that person to come back, right? Like obviously mm -hmm. you like them enough to be pushing the way you are. Right. But it tells me a lot about you because I'm down with the get down, but you, we got to talk, you mm -hmm. know? really gotta talk and if it's something that i'm willing to try and i know i'm about to get into it great right you don't you know if you go off and you don't respect that i can't i just can't i agree that's just stupid you just have that talk you know there's people i know who i work with who are like hey i like to have my boundaries pushed and we're clear about that like yeah you know you can push it a little or hey don't push it at all it's very well, easy to have that simple little talk oh well, you remember that one girl we worked with she was like tiny and really tall. That was the time where I was like dot panda. I think her name was Bunny. Was it yes. Bunny? It was Bunny. Where, like can take so much. Mm -hmm. And she like is just like, no, give it to me. No, I'm being serious. Give it to me. I'm like. Mm -hmm. and yeah, she's I'm, great. I tried it and I'm like, yo, this chick is tough. Like I can't do what she's doing. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, she's what. So, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a lot of credit to all these trampling dudes, by the way, because I find, like I said, it's not right to just get without knowing how it is, or to just give without knowing how to get it, right? Right. And I've been trampled. Like you, you help do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, trampling sucks. Like I appreciate the guys; they love that, but I, ugh, it just hurts so bad. Like, I was gonna say I don't remember really like actually stepping on your face. <laughs> Listen, I have subs for that now. Um, I'm getting old. I'm getting, I'm turned to a big wimp. Hey, do it to them. I don't do the hard shit anymore. <laughs> I'll just go to lay under this chair. You put your feet on my yeah, face. And Ninja, Ninja is so like him. I got to name top three guys for trampling. Oh, sure. Ninja, um, Jersey doormat. I shot yep. him on my floor. And then, oh, wait, have you seen them too? Oh, yeah, I know them. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, not, it's not a, it's, it's a, like a dude. 
Oh, Jersey doormat? Yeah, me and the Kafetish and um, Dolce, we all, like, stepped on his face. And, like, at the same time, like, this guy was... He's not Mr. Floor, is he? Because there's a guy who does the sideshow circuit who's, like... No, he's not Mr. Floor. He's um, the human floor. And he has... I think he set the world record for people standing on him. He had, like, like 20 girls standing on him and one on his face. Uh, Pete Tino well, is his name. Mr. Floor, whoever you are, come reach out to me. I would love to step on your face. Like, I'll wear a mask and all for the... <laughs> oh, my God. You are going to love the clip. So, the clip that I was able to shoot for you, Ooh. you're going to love that one. Oh, am I? Because, like, it was just natural. Like, the chemistry was just organic. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, um, he's into trampling and he's into fee and he's into, like, and I, I literally got the perfect, like, person for this, I felt right like. Then. Just, you know, head scissors and, and face uh, sitting and just, like. Uh, awesome. And, you like, the only thing was, like, unfortunately with this pandemic, you got the tripod situation. So, mm-hmm. I think. Next time I do this, I'm going to try and, like, well, the next one, yeah, it's it's going to be two cameras. Because cool. I'm in the waiting for the second tripod to come through uh-huh. Amazon. So I can, you know, kudos to the Amazon workers during this time to, like, yeah. be shipping out all our stuff. But I, I could It does suck to have a clip store this time because, like, there's so many shoots I'd be having. Luckily, I have people like you who can still do some. I have another camera guy who's shacked up with two different girls who can keep shooting for me. But, like... I need to get out and shoot again. I'm doing what I can with the backlog, but so luckily we had- was your clip that got me thinking that I was like, okay, well, that's where I ended up buying that Power Ranger suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ended up buying the Zentai outfit and the, um, what's it called? The one that I, I did yours in was the Katana outfit Ooh, for your clip. That's awesome. So, um, and then I just got in the mail yesterday my genie outfit, and that comes with a full face mask. Oh, that's awesome. So that's that's the thing. Like, I'm literally trying to find ways to do this to where it's, like, safe. Because I'm like, okay, I'm 5'3"-ish, and, like, you need a minimum of six feet to be, like, you know, at a proper distance for social distancing. Well, that's the case then either I could wear stilettos on someone, like seven-inch stilettos, no, nine-inch stilettos, but that would probably be really dangerous. God, I've seen those videos. They're tough. Yeah, and then, um, I don't know. Who, who knows? Maybe I'll do. I'll join a sideshow after this all. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's fun. Um, I be briefly toyed with the idea of running a sideshow as Mr. Floor. Um, <laughs> I never really got into it. It's like, eh, I don't really like trampling all that much and it'd just be a headache and people would ask too many damn questions like aren't you a fetish producer too like well yeah um so that's the thing right is did you want that clip like split up to the three different fetishes or would you no 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 i like the mix i think my fans like the mix okay i was like i trust you i know you can make a good clip that's why i hired you to do it oh thank you (laughs) i'm excited though because like i i already told him i was like because he's coming back uh well no he's already here but he's um, me and him are linking back up, I mean, and like within the next two weeks. Cool. So I told him, I was like, no, we just got to do this longer and we just got to have the two cameras set. Cause I was just like, nah, this, you could see we're having a great time, but it's like, oh man, tripoding, damn it. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. I hate tripoding. Like my whole thing has always been have a camera person, have a camera person. Sure. But this has been so, like, this whole pandemic has been like, I've, I've literally had to get super creative with um how to film like me and Sor- or Sarai and I wow <laughs> we did a Skype session like the live uh the live uh session that me and her did right. over and we like recorded it and then we set up a second camera so that whole thing is what's like we're really really trying to get this like going and smart wise like she's in like a completely different state and I'm just like nah we're going to film together. Ayla Asel, we're doing one together soon. So, oh, awesome. you know what? I'll ask you about that, too, because she's, I love Ayla. Mm. Yeah, I got a lot of love for her. And um, what's Anastasia Rose? I was supposed to see sure. her next month. So I'm just like, uh, what are we going to do? Because we, we all can't just be on this, like, unemployment binge for a minute, you know, and like, right. or free where it's like 
you, you want to talk about real freelancing? This is like legit. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's been such a boom of foot models on Instagram. I've reached out to a few of them to make some content. Some are game, some are not. Um, some of them want to hide their face and whatnot. I get it. You know, you think you're going to do this for a bit. And I have advice. I did a whole episode on like, hey, how do you break into the foot market? What should you do? What shouldn't you do? What should you charge? Things like that. Because, you know, a girl at home has no idea, never dealt with this in her life, but hears that someone's making 3000 4000 a month doing foot picks. I'm like, well, they're a rare breed, and you've got to do specific things to get to that level. Yeah, because so. you, you don't – oh, my God. Like, I got to say that where I was to what – like, where I'm at now and mm-hmm. you know how much um, – the industry in general, like, standard rates have changed mm-hmm. so much. Oh, my God. Like, when I first got in – uh, I would say sessions were about like 300, four, you could even charge up to 400 an hour. Sure. Um, start. There's some girls now that do that, which is, you know what, that's fine. That's kudos for you. But I mm-hmm. also have girls now that charge like two, 250. Mm-hmm. But me, it's also the quality of the girl. You, you If you're not willing to pay, you're not going to get like the quality to me either. But then sure. you're at risk because this is such a um, un, what's the word where it's, it's not regulated, unregulated. Yeah, unregulated business, yeah. And so, like, you know, at that point, anybody could charge whatever they want. And when they mm-hmm. do, it creates this, like, huge tidal wave of, like, oh, well, if I'm paying this much, I better get this much. Yeah. Like, like this, you know, and, okay. like, I had higher standards for this girl or whatever, and then you didn't get what you asked for. You didn't get what you wanted. Like, and at that point, it's it's customer service, right? Right, yeah, at that point. Yeah, um, that ha- so I recently did an uh, interview, and that'll come out after yours, um, with a brand new foot fetish model. She's only been doing it for two weeks. Uh, her name's Lil Monroe. Um, what advice do you have for these girls who are just breaking into the industry? What can you? What pitfalls should they watch out for? What can they do to help themselves out? So, number one, don't sell yourself short. Hmm. Don't ever sell yourself short. Um, stick to your limits. No one has the right to tell you your limits. And if you are willing to do it for that rate or whatever, like, or that time frame, or mm-hmm. do as you say you're going to do, because this is how that, like, word spreads in this industry like wildfire. You'll know who to work with, who not to work with kind of thing um, pretty easily. Because um, even if they didn't, didn't catch it the first time, they'll catch you eventually. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so like if you're coming into this industry with the mindset or the notion of like, oh, it's easy money and it, and you know, or they're not willing, like you said, to show face, but then they aren't being you you know what I'm saying? Like they're not sticking within their limits. And it's like right. that's where issues tend to happen. You don't need that to happen in your life. You don't it's it's not worth the headache. It's not worth the heartache. Um, because you do have, you know, what society conceives as your norm mm-hmm. and what true norm is. Right. And you don't want both worlds to really collide in that sense to where you're having more issues than more r- resolutions for what you want or need to do in mm-hmm. life, you know? Um right. So I would say to them, yeah, just be mindful. Don't be, um, don't get greedy. Don't get selfish. Know that who, know your audience, know your fans, know your clients, know them because they are what, you know, like that relationship, that rapport that you begin to build with them from the day one, mm-hmm. it makes a lot of a uh, difference in the world. And the smile, like the, just the chemistry that you could bring in between with somebody in that sense, it's, you, you gotta have that. Otherwise there's no worth, there's no real point in continuing to go on at that point. You're just a one and done Agreed. or short term, you know, stick to it that way. Then at that point, get what you need out of it then and get out. <laughs> yeah. That's what you gotta do. So Kim, we could talk like this all day. I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours, but I have four children and a wife that desperately needs my help. So please, where can the fans of the Foot Fetish Podcast reach you? Where can they find your stuff? How can they reach you if they want a session or if they want content? 
Um, my email is michimoon0307 at gmail. And if you want to find me on Twitter, uh, FetLife. Uh, <laughs> um, I think there's one. Oh, OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Kimchi Fetish. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, my store on Clips for Sale is Kinky Chinky Adventures. Wonderful. And you can <laughs> find Kimchi on Ramon's Face Full of Feet, too. Did you know that? Yeah. And she's making really? more clips for my store. Really? I didn't know that. Tell me more. Oh, yeah. It's wonderful. <laughs> Trust me, I'll give all my plugs in a bit. Don't you worry about that. You were supposed to shoot last time. I know. You know, it's really a bummer. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bummer, but it's a good bummer. Um, the girl you shot with, um, who you worked with, the bigger girl, I'm not even going to mention her name because she doesn't want she doesn't want. She didn't want the clips out anymore, so I had to take them down. Unfortunately, a lot of the ones you did because no, it was the best clips. But I, my policy has always been: if anyone for any reason, I don't care what you signed with me, if you want yeah. your clips down, I take them down. Yes, yeah, same because it's just not worth the the headache, the hassle, and you, the heartache. Like I said. Yep. It's, so he's so sweet. She was great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So what about her? Sorry, I, I'm. No, so it's sorry. fine. No, she just wanted them down. She she was moving on with her life, and I said, "Hey, no problem." Um, so that's why I want as much kimchi content to fill it back up as possible. So you'll see much more of her on Ramon's face, Phil. Well, do you have any <laughs> parting words for your foot fetish fans? Uh, yeah, lick my feet. <laughs> well, you heard it here, folks. Kimchi wants to lick her feet. Well, thanks for joining us today, Kim. You were awesome. Thanks, Ramon. I hope you have a great day and stay You too. I look forward to seeing those clips. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, my interview with session wrestler and professional switch, Kim Chi. I hope you look her up. She's worth the time. You can find her on all different kinds of platforms, including her own Clips for Sale site. But you can find her at mine, which is RamonFaceful.com. Takes you right to my Clips for Sale store. You can buy all of her clips or any of the many clips I've made over the years. There are over 600 at this point. So go check them out. You'll find something that you'll like. You can also join my Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash RamonFaceful. That is not connected with this podcast, but we'll get you extra fetish stuff. You can find me on Twitter at RamonFaceful. You can find me on Instagram at RamonFaceful3, third time's the charm. Uh, If you like the show, if you have any questions, comments, criticisms, good feet stories, you can find us on Gmail, RamonFaceful at gmail.com. Please write to us. We care. Hey, you can rate, subscribe, and review us on iTunes now. So you should do that, and that'll just boost our numbers and get more people listening. Do that. You know you're a fan of the podcast. If you're listening to this point, you love us. If you are a model and you want to work for me long distance, you can reach me at that same email. I hire people to shoot all kinds of things for me during this crazy time. Or if you just want to chat, I'm fine with that too. Uh, Apparently, I'm also on Skype. I'm not on there often, but you can find me. Guess what I'm called? It's Ramon Faceful. Well, that brings us to the end of another show. Thanks for listening, and I hope you all end up with some good feet on your face tonight. Uh, So long. I hate that exit. I'm going to figure out a better ending. Goodbye.